Rolling Bones Outdoors presents Hunt the World. Ever thought about going on that hunting adventure of a lifetime? Do you want to take your hunting skills to the next level, but didn't know where to start? This podcast will be for you. Our team at Rolling Bones Outdoors is here to help you create memories that will last a lifetime. Are you ready? Let's hunt the world. Thank you for joining us today for this episode of Hunt the World with Rolling Bones Outdoors. Welcome to the Bone Cave. I'm Brian Maiman, and uh, I'm going to be talking with the great Brian Martin, Brad Dana, and Bleep here about Russia and what's going on in the current world of Russia. A lot, lot of, lot of turbulence right now in the world. Boy, howdy. Well, there's things that yeah. we can, we can, we know that's happening. There's a lot of assumptions we actually don't know the background on. Correct. Right, and we don't know what some of the future is going to. Doesn't matter what's what's what we we're not going right now. Well, the thing about Russia, first and foremost, I, I would like everybody that's listening and um, all of our listeners to understand is number one, um, there is an incredible amount of people over there that want the same thing we want. They want prosperity and health for their family, and I've been there and I spent a month, all, better part of a month there. And um, they're amazing people. They love Americans. So whatever our propaganda is is uh, is bullshit. Um, does that make sense? They it's the the people of Russia are not our enemy. And uh, I, I just uh, I got to tell you, I really enjoyed my trip to Russia, and I explain it to people all the time. To me, it's like going back and hunting in 1985. Going back in time. It's like British Columbia in 1990, and it's like Alaska in 1970 or 80. I say it's like, I, now I wasn't in Alaska in 1985, but the vehicles, the technology, the you know, it's just untouched. It's like going back mm-hmm. in time, exactly. And I absolutely loved it. And we had, uh, we had another month planned over there this year. Brad and I did. We were heading over. And I had another uh, three weeks, two weeks planned the following year after that. Yep. And uh, wow. so we have had two hunts that right now are in a suspect situation. Oh, they're more than suspect. <laughs> well, Brad does. Brad this would be like an, I'm the collateral. This would be like finger. getting pulled over for a DUI and not get blowing a point point oh eight. <laughs> this is like blowing a point two five. <laughs> like you were, you were not walking the line without spraining your ankle and hitting your head on the bumper. <laughs> yeah. You're I, falling you know, over, is that right? Yes, uh, and you're pissing yourself if he holds you for more than 30 minutes. You know, just a, a couple of points, too. And I think, I, I think Brian, you were probably, uh, Brian Maiman, I think you were probably on target when you were mentioning that. I was. That the most, you know, here's the thing. You know, from a, from a hunting perspective, if you're an international hunter, um, the region that you guys went to was in the eastern part of Russia, and Russia's the biggest country on Earth. I mean, land area, it's, it's huge. Well, it's on the, well, big, it's it's on it's the biggest continent. It's the biggest it's country huge. on the biggest continent. Yeah. It, takes, it takes nine hours to fly from well, New York it's to, to Moscow, well, and then it takes 11 hours. How many time zones is it? To go from one to end to of the country to, to, to go from one 11. side to the other. Yeah, it's 11, 11 hours. And, and where you guys were hunting was in a part of the country that almost seems like another country. And those people don't want war. They don't want what's. I don't Russia's think most of the, they don't want what's going on. Russia's in just the far east, uh, the far western edge of Alaska. Well, they, there's <laughs> a know, lot of Russians that still consider Alaska 
like the Americans took it from them unfairly and like, you know. Yeah. Well, I think well, there's a divided some. population because some are, are still in that br- that mindset and that uh, um, of the USSR, right? And then and then there's New World Russia. We we talked to a pilot that spoke pretty good English, and he said, "Listen, some of these Russians are still they're still they're still communists. They still I'm not going to do any more than I have to. My life sucks. Um, it's they're entrenched in this. But they way have good vodka. They get they all got great vodka. But what you said is that e- the Eastern Russia is not it's not it's not Western Russia. It's not Moscow. And what's happening in South Central Russia." Is is it, they're almost like different countries. It's they're a exactly world away. World away, yeah. and and they had a monument um, explaining the the U.S. support as an ally against a war after World War II against England because they were trying to take over the Kamchatka Peninsula. Yeah, and that was in far eastern Russia. I remember seeing that in the video they yes. brought back. Right, it's just crazy. So you're yeah. exactly right. So, so when when you talk about this, there's nobody here that's saying it's 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 a good thing what Russia did in invading Ukraine. That's not at no, all. No, that's not what we're saying at not all. At but all. but it's something though that people since the ma- what they call Maiden back in 2014 yeah. thought of that was kind of prearranged yeah. and set up, and that this has been leading up to this ever since then. It has, it has been, you know. But but you know when you think about the outfitters and that 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 you know Rolling Bones deals with and and every, and, and us here at the table. You know, for them, it's it's their way of life, and and through no fault of their own. And I know they're not being bombed, and they're not losing family members. You know, to gunfire. But, but to be shut off from visa and some of that. I, I stuff, think it's some, I, I, yeah. I I think the what cancel. The I think the cancel culture went too far this time. Yeah. Well, what about the guys that just woke up one morning? I mean, I don't know. I don't. Is, well, so is, I know people is, is over there that are trying to get money. Is an oligarch just a billionaire? Is that Russian? Well, he, he he's probably worth in the hundreds. That's what of I was millions. asking you the other day. What is oligarch? An oligarch is a, rista- a Russian aristocratical business. So guy. what do they call an American? That's a well, uh, it's an well, American. But, but it's different. But in because Ru- a lot of oligarchs got money. A lot of them got money. They were kind of, uh, that guys that were naturally good business guys that were assigned certain spheres of the economy to run, like Putin would put people in By places. By the government, yes. Yeah, without the government, they really wouldn't be where they were. Yeah, they were kind of appointed like business diplomats, kind of hybrid, and then, and then Putin and the other people get a percent, well, especially Putin. He gets kind of a percentage That's of everything. Correct. That's why he's one of the... Yeah. He well, could be he, the richest guy in the world. I'd, sure, I'd sure hate to he's have... In the hundred, he's in the 100 billion plus. Yeah, I'd hate to have oligarch. Biden in charge of sh- just random shutting people down and taking confiscating everything they have because yeah. who knows <laughs> well, yeah, the, well the, nobody knows the problem is, is the, the, the russian people right now hard for them to get stuff the ruble crash they can't get enough money out i have two friends that flew to dubai one of them one of them is uh, waiting to get to the u.s because they've been having visas redoing their visa one of our other partners actually was in the u.s for a month he goes to trade shows in minnesota and iowa and and, and wisconsin for about a month and goes bird hunting and stuff you know and fishing he loves that kind of stuff and so he was getting ready to fly back about now and so he's actually getting his driver's license here setting up a different bank account and a credit card because he doesn't want to go back under this turmoil because it doesn't want he can leave again yeah so he just stays with one of his friends and some clients that are there and yeah. he, i've sent quite a few hunters to him and he's a really good guy he's like some of our other partners yeah. uh, l- younger version but um great guy yeah, he doesn't want this, right? No, no, no. Of course not. And and again, it, it's not like you know. The, I, I have an acquaintance of mine that got shot at in Maripool about three weeks ago. Spent some time in the hospital. Got grazed in the head by a bullet. Still there. 
still in the hospital. I mean, and the hospital has been shelled, and they've had to move him. Oh, I mean, yeah, Mariupol. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so that's like southeast so, Ukraine. So, so when you talk about, you know, the plight of the, of the Russian people that don't want this war, okay, right. you can't really equate that to what the Ukrainians are going through. No. You know, not at all. And, and don't, I, I just want to make sure that nobody misunderstands what we're saying here. You know, when we're talking about well, the, wish, hunt, we well, the wish common, the common people, reasons. the common people, the ones that suffer, hundred uh, percent, both sides, both sides. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yes. Well, the yeah. Ukrainian, the Ukrainians, there's between three to four million refugees now in Europe and other places. I mean, so they're running out of rooms and towns. They're not taking people, and they're taking people from Poland and Romania to Switzerland and Germany and other ones that are like one or two countries away. And then I think Canada opened up some kind of a visa program so they can go. But then the Russians, a lot yeah. of them have left because yeah. they said, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do there. Yep. You know? Yep. But when it comes to, you know, like like uh, both, I think, I don't know, Brad, did you have a hunt booked in yep. Russia? Yeah. yeah and, and I know Brian had a hunt yeah, booked. Yeah, Brian and I were supposed I know, to be there. I, I, have know, cli- I, know I have clients booked. Mountain and I, Man, you're, yeah, you've got clients. So what is the status of all that right now? On hold. Well, here's where ours are at. Obviously, um, it's on hold. Um, I've been WhatsApping um, our partners and who speaks tremendous English. The reason we were so enthralled with Russia was, one, the people treated us great. Two, um, uh, the... Uh, the dollar the, goes a lot farther than the ruble. The do- <laughs> but the, well, Buys only, a lots of rubles. Not only does the dollar go now farther... Now the rubles are in rubles. <laughs> That's actually they are. pretty good. <laughs> Okay, but you were please, there in 2019. That please was a, don't 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 encourage him. Barney <laughs> Rubble. Barney Rubble. Barney. You were there in 2019, right? I was there in 2019, and I was there in 2019. And yeah, basically right. the same time. Yeah, and the reality is, is that that not only does the dollar go a lot further, but the price of the hunts, um, the Russians have them priced uh, that are, are not as extreme as the ones here in the states. Well, there so there was great value, abundance amount of game. It's like going to Alaska in 1975 to 1985. It's uh, well, you can use a helicopter. You can use a helicopter to get in and out. They don't. Ha- you're not going to lose your animal if you don't pack out five pounds of rib meat. I- exactly, and they're going to pack out more than five pounds of rib meat because they want everything because they're eating it all. Yep. Um, we don't even share it with you for supper. You're going to have to th- beg for a little of your yeah, sheep. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't have to worry about that. Here, here's the thing: um, uh, teach them to uh, love the meat, and they won't t- leave one ounce back. But anyway, um, no, so everything we have is on hold. The reason we were so excited about Russia and we were so engaged in really vetting all these places was the fact of the matter is and was that we had somebody that could communicate with us. We were well welcomed. Um, Our dollar went a long ways, and um, it was safe. Abundance of game. It was an abundance of game. There was four or five points there. Well, even the adventure, I mean, you could. it it was nothing to jump on a – on a boat and you go fishing all day, you know, you spend a couple extra days out there. I there mean, was ancillary. Yeah. There, yeah I mean, there was ancillary things I in the tourism. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, we did that thing for the day out and, and went and looked at the longest underwater curtain ever where it was in, in, you know, keeping the, uh, um, was that when you were U-boats. waiting for the chopper? Yeah. Um, no, we'd spent an extra day. It was we, a scheduled, a scheduled day. Well, we had an extra day and we scheduled, uh, Vladimir, not Vladimir Putin, but yeah. the Vladimir that we was a very common name in Russia. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Vladimir, Oleg, Yuri, Vladimir. <laughs> Alexei, Alexei, yeah. Sasha. So there's there's a lot of things to do. Sergey. Um, oh yeah. And crazy. And the Kamchatka Peninsula is giant. It's 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 equivalent to Alaska, 
and it has way fewer people. The whole peninsula has 322,079 people, which 13,000 of them are Koryaks, um, which are the native indigenous, right? And yeah. so, because they still have a strong presence of the the uh, um, Koryak Our version uh, of an Eskimo. Yeah, yeah, the Koryak uh, native. Yeah. Well, I think Kim Shanton is probably around 500 miles tall, and on average, a little over 100 miles miles wide. So, and it's very small part of actually east. The, the, what they call it the How eastern side. How far from Alaska? Well, the the the, the closest point is a little bit further up. Where 90 it's miles, according to Sarah. Oh. Well, it, that's a little bit further north of Kamchatka. Okay. That's where they come together. That's where the old polar bear hunters, if you see the old world records, a few of those, uh-huh. um, they put them on the deck, the Super <laughs> Cub, with some extra fuel and flew right over the Bering Sea, landed in Russia because they were bigger there, went hunting and came back. That's got in that got was out. the 70s for you. Wow. The peninsula <laughs> is 1,250 kilometers long. So yeah. that would be 1,000, about 700 miles tall. Yep. And, and places about a, at the narrowest part where it goes in the Koryak, maybe 50, 60 miles. And then yeah. I'd say the middle is probably a 100 and that's to 120. A, and that's where it's the closest to Russia because of the, the, the land bridge. And you're down. talking north latitude, like what, 60, 50? It's in the fi- Kamshanda is far, not as far north as you think. It's in the 50s. It probably might hit 60. But then, you know, you start hunting like Yakutia and, and Chakota, and that's way up there. That's like the Brooks Range. Yeah, okay. that's where we were. So Brooks that's Range, where we the were northern going part this of the, year. the northern part of the Brooks Range is the 69th, almost 70th. I think. Well, we weren't going yeah. to Kamchatka Peninsula. We were going to Central Russia. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. You guys were going to go to Yakutia. Yep. Yakutia, yeah. So the Yakutia is the most northern, and I, I was told that there's like about 25 to 35 thousand sheep in Yakutia. And just for an example, stone sheep in British Columbia maybe 10,000, 8,000. But you had said Koryaks on what uh, what latitude? Koryak would be just it, 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 where it narrows down is it's, where Koryak starts. Is around and it's 60th. like the Brooks Range. Yeah. Chakota and the Akuti are like the Brooks Range. Okay. Koryak is, is kind of a transitional zone, more like the Alaska Range. So there's more moose and stuff there. When you get Yakutia, that's more like really Arctic. The Koryak I was in was um, no trees. Correct. It's, um, you know, everything was uh, no trees. Lots of caribou and sheep, and that was it. Sure. But how, how, much, how much of their livelihood do these outfitters and the one that Rolling Bones works with specifically depend on people like coming from the States and other places to hunt? So, so. The, the people that we, our guides, all of their livelihood. And it's not just hunting, though. It's also fishing in canneries. Right. Canneries okay. are big because they get the same fishing run that Alaska gets. And they have a little bit more rudimentary ways of getting their fish. Yeah. <laughs> and so they work in what's called fish camps. And these guys get it like I left two Hilleberg tents back. And that was their house. And these are your the guides, not the outfitters, but the guides. The guides. And what yeah. they do is they float from thing to thing and they're nomads and they these tents they went nuts over hilleberg tent because it was wow. uh, it, 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 it the doesn't drip on them at two, night two to three years two to three years two to three years and they wanted to know what we wanted well my son noah decided to give them to him as a part of our tip and the reason they were excited about them was because um the, it was it was two to three years of lodging for them. right no mm-hmm. kidding. Not I mean, kidding like you at primary all. Primary logic. Like, like that's where, where they, they were going to live. It's, it's not the Motel 6. It's the Motel 1 and a half. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> Motel Hillebert. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. So, so to say that they, that, that, that they have been impacted by what's going on is an understatement. 
Yes. Well, oh, it's devastating. So Coriax at 62.5 north and 172 yep. east. Yeah, so uh, Kamchatna is between about, and Coriax a little bit further. So Kamchatna is in the high, mid to high 50s yeah. and right around 60 for the top part of it. And what's the center of Alaska, mid to high 50s? Well, the Brooks Range is in uh, pretty much most of it's about the Arctic Circle, which is 64. So you're in, in the very farthest north of the Brooks Range is 69. So, so hard if, number to remember. If none of this had happened, you know what we're talking about Ukraine and so forth. If <laughs> if none of this would have happened, this is this is really an opportunity that that you would have promoted and said, "Man, I am so looking forward to going we, back." We, we, we're, we're let's see, in. stone sheet yeah. for sixty five, or snow sheet for twenty to twenty five. Yep, really. Yes, and then you can shoot a second snow. Some areas like this year would have been difficult because a lot of permits. We're, 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 hunters we're, were, carried we're all over. gobbled up, yeah. But you COVID. used to be able to shoot a second snow sheep for about half price. Wow. So you could shoot it. It would be like going to stone sheep hunting for 25 grand, let's say, and shooting a second one for 10 or 12 wow. on the same hunt. Wow. And then shoot, throwing a bear for five or six or seven. And right? a good hunter's got, what, a 90%? Well, it's still hunt. So the disparities between a snow sheep and a stone, that's how I got on my first rush of sheep. I had a stone sheep hunt, and the guy sent me my money back because I think he sold it in Europe and had, uh, um, he goes, I think you'll have a better hunt with somebody else. And I'm like, whoa, what? It, it was the weirdest deal ever. <laughs> Did you yeah. do that? <laughs> yeah, and, and then he wires the money back. And I'm sitting there, so I was talking to Tracy Valdez, and I was like, dude, and I Googled snow sheep. I said, you ever thought about hunting snow sheep? He says, no, I thought about it. I'm talking to a guy right now. He goes, actually, are you interested? I'm I'm dead interested. He goes, let's go. And so that's how I even got on a snow sheep hunt because it was a uh, – uh, Yeah, it was it was cheaper. But you talk about the disparity between two species and prices. I mean, that's ridiculous, right? Well, and, and if yeah. we could get it wired in with concierge service com from communication, we were excited, which we had done. Yep. We, had and, a guy, we had a guy meeting us off so, the plane that spoke English and, wow. and helped you across Mechet, Moscow. Rifle permits, no yeah. problem. Visas were no problem. You f fly to JFK. You spend the night in JFK. You get up the next morning. You check your stuff into Aeroflot, right, with the, your rifle permits. That was all on there. I did it. It was seamless. Landed there. A guy was standing there waiting for me, picked up all my bags, took him into a private room. I sat there, didn't say two words for 45 minutes. They don't have Xerox. That's the only thing about even in Moscow I noticed. They don't know what it's, a Xerox is. It's a bureaucratic is. country, it's, which is a lot of stamps and a lot of signatures. Yeah, everything they just transposed the writing. Um, by hand and then signed it stamped signed it stamped sent you on your pay. it was just like what the hell uh, like I said going back to 1985 well, let's put it right. this way they do not have the first or second amendment in Russia <laughs> not even yeah. close no but yeah. we could bring our own guns no that's what I mean but that's because yeah. of all the permits and then you went from Moscow you went on further east you know you can't fly let's say a hunter forgets his ammo or he loses his ammo and he can't go and go buy the ammo, really, unless he, because his gun, let's say, yeah, and then fly with it. It's really weird. So let's say that the, the, the guide can't go buy ammo and fly with it with a hunter's gun. It's actually prohibited. My. So it's very strict. Like here, like if somebody lost their ammo, I said, I'll go grab a couple boxes. It's like California. Throw it, throw it in a lock case. <laughs> throw it in a lock case, and I just take it with me on the plane, and yeah. I get there and I give it to him, right? It doesn't work like that in Russia. That gun, that ammo. Right, it's it's it, so we had a perfectly well. The ammo was just as uh, is that what you just said? Yeah, the we had a perfectly was... good gun sitting there with no ammo, so we took it to we took it to, to Petro that gun. Well, you can't find seven mm. So get this: you get a place that has all this hunting, and you can't find seven no mm ammo in Petro. You can get three three oh eight, thirty out six, and three hundred win. 
So if you go into Russia and you don't want to have, you, you know, 300 win is way more common than a 7 mag. BYOB. Now, Europe has a lot of 7 mags, but in Russia, no. 308, if you want r- ammo for hunting anywhere, 308 still. Even in Africa. So yeah, so we were we were excited about it. I mean, and now it's obviously you know, and here we are upset. I mean, there's bigger things than hunting, but maybe if these guys would all went hunting together, okay, could have figured this <laughs> shit out. Maybe you know what I'm saying? Um, it's just it blows me away at what's going on. And Ukraine is a big agricultural area, agricultural mining. Yeah, it's the biggest some of the it's the biggest concentration of black soil. Yeah, in the world it's, it's like an, it's oh, like an, it's the Midwest. Wheat. I mean, wheat production is amazing, and right wheat now and they're not planting like they should be right now. So, it's not going to be a very good wheat crop. This they're going to have lots of phosphorus around for fertilizer. Oh boy! Well, <laughs> that's like gold <laughs> these days. By the way, do they? Is, is there much hunting in Ukraine? There is. One, yes. of, one of my good friends organizes it over there. The he on Sika deer, and right now he was getting he was going to get ready to go back in April. Or May actually, May, late April, May to do the the roebuck, and then they, they hunt the stags. His biggest stag was thirteen kilos, which thirteen and a half kilos, which for a stag, free range is a giant, giant stag. That means you just take the horns with a skull cap and weigh them, and thirteen kilos times two point two, you know, you're almost you're basically almost thirty pounds, which you think of an elk with a skull cap, and thirty thirty pounds of horn with a little you know three four pounds of bone, for the skull as a, as a lot. So Kamchatka is roughly the size of California, 900 miles long. Yep. Um, and it's roughly the size of California. And they are very similar in hunting as Alaska. Big moose, big brown bear, um, big grizzly bear. They call them Russian um, brown bear. And they're kind of both. Um, but Kamchatka yeah. would have true brown bear like the yep. Alaska Peninsula. Yep. And then uh, um, they have caribou. Um, and then they have uh, five uh, sheep species. Some people but say six, but I always say about five. It's kind of debatable, right? And then two in uh, um, in two uh, in the northern Kamchatka Peninsula by Koryak, and then the the uh, Russian have, bighorn. You have the Kamchatka bighorns or, or snow sheep, and then you have the Koryak, and then north of that you have the Chakota, and then you have the Ahots sheep, which is kind of in the middle. Then you have the Yakutia, and then there's another kind of like subspecies, but those are the Considered the main, right, the main ones. So, what's the alternative now for the guys that uh, you were booking into Russia that can't go now? Hunt Kyrgyzstan, Tajikistan, Nepal, Kyrgyzstan. blue sheep. No, but Kyrgyzstan and Tajikistan have very restricted permits. There's actually not a lot of sheep hunting. I mean, compar- comparatively, there's way more sheep permits in Russia than there is in Tajikistan or Kyrgyzstan. So you don't have a lot of options hunting Alaska again. You know, I mean, uh, yeah, there's going to be another COVID glut now. So, so there's only like you think about in Nepal, there's only 20s on blue sheep. And Pakistan has maybe 10 to 12 blue sheep hunts. So there's something people can do. That's not leaving you very much. You know, you have um, some tour in, in in Azerbaijan, but you had three species of tour in Russia, which you can't hunt right now. Azerbaijan has the same one that goes back and forth with Russia, the Dagestan. So you're missing those. You have. You have Ural sheep in Pakistan you can hunt, and you have Ural sheep in um, Tajikistan you can hunt, which is one. But that's still pretty minor, and they're fairly expensive. You're talking a cheap Ural, Ural hunt's 30000 Wow. And they go up to forty, which is way more than a Kamchat and a Bighorn. Dude. So, yeah, so, so there's a big void right now in the market with uh, – um, 
and with Russia. I felt like this was, you know, Russia was really gaining a lot of momentum. A couple of the, uh, um, couple like a Canadian outfitter we know started becoming a booking agent over there. Um, you know, the guys down in Utah, there was an organization that went over there and killed a couple things. They landed on them and took a bow, and they got a lot of publicity over that, and they mm-hmm. started. Um, but we probably had a dozen hunts that were um, getting organized to go over there that are now all, re- you know, just resting. Stand by. And I want to say that, you know, you'd like to be optimistic and say 24 months, um, they have this all worked out. Uh, will that happen? I, boy, I don't know. I don't know either. Wow. It's kind of a Cold, port, cold, cold War 2.0. Well, yeah, well, and then you wonder if it's going to spill over into any other places that right. you're going to have the same situation on an international basis. Yeah, yeah, I'm fearful that uh, this yeah. doesn't get better, Escalated. but it keeps, gets, keeps getting Well, worse. there's a lot of people that just don't want to fly anywhere in that region regardless because they, they, you know how people worry. Do you, do you ever book China? Used to 15 years ago. But kind of about when, when I was getting into no. the Asian business China was phasing out of yeah, the Asian business. You can't, you can't hunt sheep in China anymore. I know. Guy, I have a couple of good friends that shot blue sheep in the early 2000s. Oh, yeah. But blue, legally, China, as late as that. Oh, yeah. Legally? China, yeah, some of the last years. I'm going to say around 2003, 4, 5 in that time. Really? Yeah, so there's, so China has four blue sheep. They have like 11 or 12 Argali's, which any Argali, Marco Polo is an Argali. Right. The Humi Argali is an Argali. The Little Dale Argali, the Marco Polo Argali, the High Alta Argali, they're all Argalis. All the things that have big horns are usually over 40 inches. Right. And um, so you've got no all those animals kidding. there. They have how, 11? Did you 11 say? or 12. I've heard 12. I know for sure there's 10 to 11. Because they, so we call it the Great Ark of Wild Sheep. There's a book written. I, I have it. I, I ordered it this last. So, I started so reading. that basically is well a China written. border. <laughs> That's a China border. It's a little boring. Yeah, but that's so that's the Chinese border. The northern border of China is where all these sheep are. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and so okay. all those stands. And they're all indigenous well, to that area. Yep. And there's no uh, sheep transplant. There's no water guzzlers. There's, there's no wow. pastorella yeah. pneumonia. They don't get sick from the domestics. Wow. So that's in Tajikistan that's and all those other areas too. Well, Tajikistan. Um, oh, China borders China. Russia, right? Mm-hmm. China borders Kazakhstan. Yeah. Well, what's Mongolia, your thought of traveling Kyrgyzstan. over there right now? I think just go for it anyway. I mean, it's yeah, me too. I mean, what's uh, so Brad, I've Brad, Brad doesn't. Think. I've landed in Turkey within 18 hours of that coup. I landed in Turkey a day and a half after they had that bomb that went off and blew up the baggage area. We had to use a different area. So I've been in some of these places. You know, I mean, wow, you're talking about Istanbul. Yeah, Istanbul. I've wow. been there twice. Where the where those? I was there. I was the second day or third day. The airport opened. Jeez. They were having people holding signs because nobody they didn't have all the signs up. They had some kind of bone trying to get it opened. So I've been to Turkey in three wow. crazy adventures. So have you booked book Syria, <laughs> Lebanon? No, but you can probably Algeria. hike there from Turkey. <laughs> yeah, but well, the other thing people forget about Russia. So on Kamchatka, there's there's actually hunts that are even under twenty grand for guys that don't want to use a chopper, and they use a boat or they use a like a track vehicle, and they drive across the trunda for for hours. Sometimes they get stuck and broke down. I've heard some horror stories. And then there's yeah, ones that you go, up, you go up the, oh, the coast in the, on the interior side, right? Not, not the, uh, on the seaside, not the Bering Seaside, the other one, the one that's interior. I can't remember the name of the sea. I think it's called the Ahots Sea. And you go up that side, and then you can hike in um, and do the hunting that way so you don't have the helicopters. Because that helicopter adds usually on average like about three grand to every hunt, which is not terrible. 
But right. you, you can't just go one guy. They, it's it's not a little helicopter that you take around. No, it's called Peak an MI. The, it's called an MI something, here. and it holds five six thousand pounds. I mean, you can overload those buggers. Yeah, well that that's <laughs> similar to what you had over there, right? It's on that video. Yeah. We, we yeah, need to get that produced huge, and put it on there. But yeah, so one of the things about Kamchatka, though, which the other provinces and other regions don't have as much, they do a little bit now, is they're getting these R forty four helicopters, which is a piston driven helicopter. That has, you know, you can hold about 800 pounds in them. And so several different companies have these little guys. So now you don't have to take 400s or 600s and the great big choppers as long as it's within an hour, hour and a Isn't half. Isn't that of what the Kobe town. Bryant was on? Oh, no, he was in the double twin engine Augusta, Augusta, that's millions. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, definitely mm-hmm. not. R44 is not a cool helicopter. Well, wasn't it a piston? But wasn't no, it's, his, a, it's a turbine. His, his was a turbine. Twin, twin turbine, uh, Italian oh, wow. helicopter, I think yeah. they call it Augustus. Yeah. Super high horsepower. So so anyway, so you have that option now. So if you have guys that don't want to go on a big group or they want to be a little closer and, and have the ability to move, you can't really go move people with these big choppers unless you want to pay for it to sit there. Like guys yeah. that have money, like you'll get six, eight guys, and they'll spread them out, and then they'll just ha- keep the helicopter there if they're not too busy. That's expensive. Or you can hunt a little bit closer to the towns with a, with the R44 and have 200s go out, more of a minimalist, like with two guides and one – one packer, so you don't have the big camps. Because the big, when we go out with the big shopper, we would set up a cook tent right. and everything, exactly. and then we yep. spike the out from deal. there. Right. But that's hard to move. They only really, they, when we stopped, we dropped off one group with two hunters, and then we had three hunters in our group. And when they dropped them off, they just hovered and throw stuff out because they don't want to stop. It, it, it's a fuel consumption. And it takes a while. It takes two pilots to fly those things. Wow. So the R44 is a lot easier and cheaper yeah. per hour. And they can literally stay in the village and then just kind of spike out with the helicopter, basically. I mean, that's no, well, you can, but they, you still fly out, but it's more pure backpack hunting. You don't set up a permanent type base yeah. camp. Okay. So, yeah, and that's usually for guys that only go over one or two in a party. The nice thing about Kamchatka, it opens August 1st, and you can hunt Kamchatka up until basically December. On so, a, in a normal year. Well, you no, know, no. You, 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 you fly out there and you hunt in the snow. Yeah. And that's when they do some of those big late-season late, late season mooses in November or December. So some guys will do the sheep-moose combo with snowmobiles or choppers. Now you start hunting Yakutia, you can do some of the late stuff because they have ATVs. But some the other areas, you can't hunt late. Yeah. Uh, it's just not accessible. And then they do the moose the same way we do in Alaska, floating, jet boating, calling, you know, in September. And then then they wait for the moose to quit riding in cold. And then in late October and November, they do the late-season moose hunts again. Yeah. So you, you, you can't do that in Alaska. Moose hunting in Alaska is pretty well, other than one or two units, is closed by the 20th or 25th of September. Yeah. Doll sheep is closed by whatever, the 15th or 10th, 15th, 20th of September. It's a very small window of opportunity. Sure. So you have a tremendously long season over there. But you do not want to do a backpack hunt in Kamchatka or Koryak in September unless you're really tough because it can get like the Brooks Range. Wow. It can be really cold. I'd say the moral of the story is we're hoping for the best for the people of Ukraine, Russia. Our hunts are definitely slowed down there. Mm. And uh, yeah, we're not planning on resuming them anytime this year, probably not for how a much, while. How much local uh, hunting goes on in that part of Russia? The Russians can hunt, but they have to pay for it. It's not like living in Alaska where you basically hunt for free if you have an airplane. Yeah. So, I mean, the whole idea of super cheap hunting for residents is kind of isolated to the U.S. and Canada, in I'm my opinion. I'm kind of wondering what game management is going to look like depending on how long this goes. If it goes 24 well, they, months. Here's they do the, have game they, management. They have well, game I know management, that, but, I mean, but what they don't have is they don't have the resources, Brian, like we do to go that's hunting. That's what I was asking. So, so, so to go out and go, oh, wow, are these residents going to annihilate the population to eat food and stuff like that? 
Um, no, yeah. they just yeah. don't have the resources. They're, they're, it's pretty. It's still pretty um, poverty ridden. Not everybody has guns. Yeah. You know, when they asked the Japanese why they didn't in, invade Russia or United States after um, Pearl Harbor, is they said uh, the, the top general said, "No way in hell. Um, every house had a gun, and we knew that." Um, so when people tell us we should give up our guns, well, then I bet. Then why are we sending billions through Ukraine to uh, to weaponize? all of their 14 million people that live there. They have 3 million people misplaced, but their population's 14 million people. They need guns. Russia doesn't have guns to go hunting like we do and to go get these animals, so it's just different. Now, I will tell you this. The other thing is is they have market hunting. Um, market hunting is still accepted and practiced, and it was in Kamchatka when we were there. Um, there was fresh caribou on the uh, They're considered um, more menu. of a reindeer than a yeah. – a lot of the caribou herds are domesticated, semi-domesticated with the Inuit up there. I never thought I would ever see a place where market hunting was still. Um, but but you'd go to the meat markets, and they had all the stuff that you would think, and then they had reindeer, and they had rabbits, and they had, you know, people. You know, I'm sure the rabbits were were domesticated, but, yeah, they can market hunt up there. Hmm. Well, you know, Wild that, white rabbits. Nope. <laughs> you know, another interesting thing about uh -huh. Russia, Russia has many documented cases of wolves killing people and eating them. Many, many, many. Where Canada and the really? Alaska doesn't have any. There's a few, yeah. but yeah. tons. They hate wolves there. Ukraine's about 40 million people, isn't it? Did you Ukraine say 40 used to or be. 14? Ukraine it's used about, to be. It's about the size of California. Oh, did I say 40? I meant 40. Yeah. 40. It's yeah. actually. Yeah. Well, here's actually, the there's about 10 million miss, less right now. I, I misspoke because, um, because I have it up. So it's 41.4 41. million people. So yeah. one of my friends over there, she told me she thinks since the Maiden stuff, which was in 2014, that Ukraine has lost at least 5 million people that have left because of the problems. And she says Tenth right now it's population. probably down to under 30 million. Wow. Mm. See, a lot of people that have money have left Ukraine. Yeah, that's devastating. No, I, I said economy. 41. That's not right. Russia has 144.1 mil, million. And Ukraine, this was as, as of the 2020 uh, census, 44.13 million people. So if I said yeah. 14, I misspoke. Um, yeah. But it's right here. Um, forty-four point yeah. one three yeah, million. Russia doesn't have that many people, and and I mean, uh, like for the per, per density, it's so yeah, I mean, so per lightly square dense. miles like Wyoming, <laughs> right? And a lot of the people live in small towns. There's Russia doesn't have a lot of cities with big airports. Like you get a city here of one hundred fifty thousand, you get a nice airport, right? Look at Rapid City, look at Bozeman, Montana, look at Bend, Oregon. Legitimately good airports serving two three hundred thousand people. Well, you think you get a town in uh, Russia that serves two three hundred thousand. You might have a strip for a private plane. You think of Russia, 144.1 million people, and then let's take a look at the United States, 329.5 million. So 330 yeah. million yeah. people. Um, and then China, you know. 1.3, 1.5 billion. 1.4 billion people. And India's right up there. They're, they're, they're sniffing yeah, China. They are. They really are. They're pretty close. Yeah, um, but, a lot of, but, lot of breeding but just, going But just on. going back to that issue, if if there's less hunting pressure in the next two years, let's say, then that's not a big deal. But there wasn't really enough hunting pressure in a lot of these remote areas to make yeah a difference. to make a big deal anyway. So, so now yeah. think of these rams though, if they got good weather and they're not getting over predated, um, you know, uh, there's not too much you know predator pressure. Holy smokes, yeah, and you're right. Yeah. Like where we went, there was rams ever. I mean, there was there, we saw a lot of sheep. But man. they can cherry pick a little bit the areas with a helicopter, right? In yeah. Alaska, you got to land with a super cub. You may have to hike 10, 15 miles. Here, they'll land you within a couple miles of the rams. So there's a lot mm -hmm. of nice things. It's, yeah. But you don't have the chopper sitting there waiting to drop you off every day and look for you. Yeah, yeah. 
No, you still gutted it out. They dropped us off and see you. Bye. Yeah. yeah. Then Adios. then they call you with this. Call the satellite phone and then schedule the chopper to come in. Yeah. Oh. Well, they, they they yeah they flip another group in and out. It was well organized. Um, the communication was tough. But yeah, Russia's uh, Russia's an amazing place, amazing country, amazing people. Ukraine, I've never been there, but I'm sure it's an amazing place, amazing people. Um, we have people with deposits down right now. All we can do is wait and see, you know. Um, Russia's not sending money back, and it's not because they not necessarily don't want to. Um, <laughs> they can't. Can't get to it. Um, they can't oh. get to their money. The SWIFT system's down. You know, most of the, the bank we use has a SWIFT code. The two banks we use have SWIFT codes. I still think some of the – I talked to somebody today. They said that you can still send money to some of the SWIFTs, but PaySend, which is international sending, and PayPal are not working. And you can use a Visa card if you have a – Russian visa using it in Russia, but if you fly to Dubai or fly to UK and you use your Russian visa, no, won't work. Really? Yes. Wow. Crazy. A lot of well, people over there do PayPal. A lot of people use PaySend as a, a really inexpensive way to send a, like visa debit cards, um, and that doesn't work. Western Union is still working, so I'm guessing MoneyGram still works. And then people are using this thing called Bit. It's not Bitcoin, but it's a it's a Bitcoin type thing. And it's I have to look up, and they are, they're using that over there. Really? They've, yeah, I noticed crypto's really gone up since. It's gone up and down a lot. Yes, yeah, I was gonna say it's gone up, it's gone down, it's gone up. You know, the first three days went up like hell. The next three days, it's after like a that, it's like a dude it, who's like t- taking testosterone injections every three or four days. If you're riding Bitcoin, and it, wears and, it off. And, and it went up, and then it went down, and it went up, and you're still at par. It hasn't went up, and it hasn't went down. Yeah, because I've been to Russia, and Ukraine, roller coaster. Almost, since 2002. I've been to those countries about ten times. Yeah. So you've so been I've, to Ukraine many, many times, and I've been to Russia many, many times. We used to fly through Moscow when we first started going over there. Turkey was a no no go. We would go starting in 2002. Always fly through Moscow, yeah. And we had to get the visas, and it was always a hassle. Russia's it's harder to get a visa for Russia than it is for Azerbaijan or Pakistan. I wouldn't so, have thought that. See, Ukraine doesn't have a visa requirement. Romania doesn't. Turkey Turkey has a kind of a joke online visa it takes you get it in 10 minutes. Hmm. There's wow. no like process, but like the Russian <laughs> really? visa fill out is like it's like a it's like a terrorist questionnaire. Well, last wow. last time you went, you were you were in rush mode, as I recall. <laughs> oh yeah, because I, I was going to fly from Canada and then ended up flying from here. That was a slight rush mode. That's about as close as you can cut her. I've hunted well, Ukraine. I've hunted Russia. Ukraine well, doesn't have hardly any mountains, so it's an agricultural area. Well, just you know, just to put a timestamp on this, you know, as the discussion that we're having today, it's toward the end of March, 2022. None of us at this table knows how this is going to play itself out in the next 12 months, let alone next six months. So we can only hope for the best. You know what? And that that's exactly exactly right. I'm uh, um, and and from our standpoint. You know, this was uh, the wild, wild west was ready to rock and roll. And it is the wild, and, wild west. It is the well, wild, wild west. Well, another th- reason that the areas are so, the other reason the areas are ha- cost a lot less to hunt, is because like you go to British Columbia, what's a stone sheep area cost right now? Between two and five million, six, seven million dollars for a stone sheep area. Well, guess who's paying for that? Hunters at sixty grand a piece instead of thirty-five. If the areas didn't cost five million or four million dollars, you could have a thirty-five thousand dollars stone sheep hunt. Now twenty grand of the hunt goes to making payments and interest payments. Same with NWT. That's why the doll sheep are thirty-five to forty grand there. Even up there. Oh yeah. Instead of twenty-five to thirty in Alaska, because the areas in Alaska are not so expensive. So these guys are not selling these areas for a tremendous amount of money, and that's one of the reasons they're cheaper. Labor's oh, cheaper. Interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting things the like economics. that. But always follow the money. 
Yeah. Well, in some of these organizations, yeah, like you said, they're just driving the price. So it's it's interesting. Um, I'm looking on this um, Russia-Mongolia border chasing the world's largest sheep. sheep. The Ohio Altair uh, um, Yeah, um, and uh, is the biggest right. ones are not right on the border usually, but there's so, a few. So Russia has these sheep. A few, not many. They and they have the they have the same ibex. They have what we call the um, Siberian ibex. Really, or the Altai ibex. There and there's that. There's one place in Russia where there's a dam, and a lot of people go up the water and hike up and kill them there. But the, you can hunt the Siberian ibex, the same ones we hunt basically in Mongolia. There, we call them the Altai ibex. But technically, on the paperwork for CITES, the Siberian ibex are the Kyrgyzstan ones, Mid Asian of the Siberian. But those are the Altai ibex. They got a lot more color on them, a lot more white and mottled color than than we do on the Kyrgyzstan ones. Hmm. They're not quite as big, like a 45 inch is quite big. Yeah. But how big will they get in that area? In, in Russia, I don't know. I, there are not enough people have shot them. I've heard of guys shooting mid-40s. Hmm. I know guys have shot them in, in Mongolia, um, you know, high 40s, maybe close to 50. Wow. But they're not like the Kyrgyzstan and Kazakhstan that you get mid-50s at times. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Well, the world record Kyrgyzstan is 63, and the world record Kazakhstan, I think, is 61 or 62. That means somebody's probably shot one bigger that didn't enter. You know, but, so what guy. do you think that this is going to do by having no sheep hunts in Russia? Because obviously... Mongolia is going to be easy to sell. In Mongolia it's going to be, be ex- super expensive. It, the, the price is going to go up on them. I think there's well, a lot... That, that's why a lot of up. these guys that have some money are buying governor tags right now. They can stay in the U.S. and they right, have a tax write-off. So a Wyoming governor tag four years ago was 90 grand. Now they're 150 at 200 grand. Went 305 grand at Sheep Show this year. Yeah, that wow. was that was that guy wow. was smoking crack or something. But anyway, well, he there wanted was two it. people bidding. I heard somebody said, "I got to have the tag. I got to go, and I want to buy at Sheep Show." There's five a year that go off for Wyoming, and I know the other, none of the other ones would have probably brought over 200, but 300 was like a record by 150 grand. Wyoming. That's just it's crazy. crazy. Wyoming's changing an so, awful lot. So a country like Russia. We don't have any hunting, so the question is not if we're going hunting. The question is, is what's that effect around the globe for this type of hunting? Yeah. And this is a small sector of people that hunt anyway. These sheep, you know, um, we're in that circle not because we're better than anybody else, but because we, uh, we've enjoyed hunting them, and, and now, you know, we've been bitten by that bug, and, and we're at the age where we have that short window where physically we can still do it, fiscally we can do it. And so, you know, you got this little... And you have the knowledge now. It, you, right. So you get this micro belt of people, if you will, a microorgan, you know, this little sector of a people niche. that can do it. <laughs> While and our legs gets can a, still do it, right? It, right. It gets more attention than is big for what it actually is. Um, the whitetail hunting population world's 20 bazillion times bigger. And so the guys listening to this that are going, do I give a shit? No, you don't. But you don't really appreciate sheep hunting until you go sheep hunting. And then right. you either love it or hate it. Right. It's either too hard, and it's like, why do we do this? Or it's like, I don't want to hunt anything else. And if you ever want to know if that's uh, something you want to do and you want to do it economically, get a hold of us because we know where there's some free-range audads in Texas. that you And can even get some red over- sheep down there. Yeah. You can get an over-the-counter tag and go chase them. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, so yeah, it's interesting. It's it's To me, it's like, um, but sheep hunting, yeah, there's, there's sheep hunting in the United States of America that's not that expensive right now. And all that are no joke. Super well, fun. Well, I, I, I compare sheep hunting like a single guy living in Billings, and he only dates in Billings, and he's he shoot, he, 170 mule deer, right? And then you go to Miami or Moscow, and you go, holy shit, there's 200-inch rams out there. <laughs> I don't want to go hunt any 170 white uh, mule deer anymore. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Once you find out what's uh, over, you know, it's it's like uh, it's like we used to say when we were kids growing up in Iowa. You'd talk to a guy from uh, Des Moines. Where do you go fishing? I go up uh, north. And then you talk to a guy from Wisconsin, where do you go fishing? I go up north. Then you talk to a guy from Minnesota, where do you go fishing? I go up north. Then you talk to a guy from Ontario, where do you go fishing? Minnesota. I go up north. No, everybody always goes up north. At some point, the shit's got to end, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, um, you know, everybody goes fishing up north. You don't ever appreciate a lot of times the fish you have right in your own pond, and you don't really know what's out there until you go explore. And uh, that's what we want to be a great big resource for. So anyway, um, yeah, we just pray for the people of Ukraine, pray for the people of Russia. Yeah, a lot right. of people that's are right. going to be affected. And uh, but we would have been well, millions remissed. and millions. The biggest the biggest refugee crisis since World War Two. Yeah, it's just sad. And uh, we would have been remiss not to talk about it today a little bit. And uh, um, we know that you uh, um, know what's going on over around those areas. And obviously your world's affected by it. So we appreciate your perspective, Brian, and, and uh, um, knowing well, what's happening. This, so. is a good, this is a good example of why I don't think the Second Amendment argument is going to come up for a little while. <laughs> Boy, right? <laughs> no, seriously, though, how about Jewish people? Tell Jewish people about you know, the Second Amendment. Even though a lot of I've always wondered why so many Jewish people were liberal, though, they, because yeah, they usually live yeah. in the bigger cities because they like to be around other Jewish. Yeah. And and um, but there's a, it's hard to get a gun in Ukraine. My buddy Roy, who has a gun, gun over there, hard for him to get it, and so most of his clients borrow a gun. It's very hard to it's way hard to bring a gun into Ukraine to go hunting. You know, that's it actually might not be a bad idea for a podcast too. Speaking about Second Amendment and so forth, because you know there's a growing movement among. Uh, domestic insurance companies in the United States now. They're getting a whole lot of pressure not to insure homeowners if they have a weapon in the house. Good. They'll be denied homeowners insurance. If they have a weapon? Yep. And there's more and more. In fact, uh, did, you, did you know? Well, what the you, hell would they? You, no, no, I don't understand the Here's an interesting question, though. Yeah. Here's an interesting question. Because, the, 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 because through political means and through government means, they can no longer. Well, they've, they've given up on trying to force the Second Amendment out of the So they're the doing it fiscally. So they're doing it through private It's like the COVID companies. vaccine. Yeah, you don't have to get the vaccine, but if you don't through, get it, you can't fly. Well, look at all the woke corporations right now. I mean, they're 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 making you yeah do things. Let's do a podcast on this. We can unload. You know, you know, the only reason things. you're woke is because you hang out with other people that are non-essential, that don't do actually anything the world no. actually needs today. I'm just and then saying, you actually can justify your incompetence it, it, and I, an ability to relate I, to people who do I, shit that you need to survive. It just sneaks up. It's like being a vegan. Well, right? yeah. without without natural gas and electricity and petroleum, it's not possible to be a vegan unless you live yeah. in a couple places in the world. You can't drive an electric car if you don't have coal to make electricity. Well, you either got to charge the car at home and run to burn the gas off site or you got to burn the gas where you're driving. Guys, they, they, they've lost their mind. They're so oh, far removed man. from how it actually works. I, no. I saw yeah. a picture today on the Internet, and it was like <laughs> that time when you realized that you missed being able to pull up and fill your car up in two minutes. There's a big line of electric cars. <laughs> it was 32 minutes or something to charge one of those. So well, electric so cars actually have a bigger impact on the environment right now, long term, than, than a, car, a gas car. You know, what, you know if you're what's right, wrong with hybrid? We bring our fossil fuel. See, res, uh, see that's uh, the thing, right? Because I, I don't if you're, get it. If you're driving an electric car and all of a sudden you run out of electricity on the middle of the highway, you don't walk to the power station and bring wow. back a gallon of electricity how do you get your car 
to where it needs to be. I, I you would, gonna, why would anybody ever run out of gas on the road? That's oh, or of electricity. Uh, gee, that, that's that's <laughs> so ridiculous. So Brian's just be, he's being facetious oh, I mean, as we, we just coasted, that door, did we? <laughs> as we coasted in again. I guess they're going to have to be making zero miles till, <laughs> till empty. empty. The zero oh, miles yeah. till empty sign. That's, it. that's right. I was like, but we were going downhill. <laughs> I could see it. There was about yeah. a mile and a half stretch. And I could roll. see, I was like, we got this, man. We yeah, got you, this that, now. That e, uh, well, if you look at it from the right angle, that's not that far so off. So did you guys e. hear BH, is, BH made it into the Final Four today? That's kind of cool. Yeah. Black Hill State University. Yep. Yeah. Yep. First time to make it to the Final Four. But what, they played, my, my brother played there, and he played, They the BH played the team that he did his residency at, the, wow. the same school. Nice. That's kind of well, cool. Good for them. Yep. <laughs> South Dakota Big State, day. or South Dakota University. USD they beat girls. Baylor. Baylor, yeah. yeah that's I, Iowa State upset Wisconsin. Whoa. Wisconsin? Ooh, yeah. Go Cyclones, right? That's how you say it, Wisconsin. Well, so, Wisconsin. So, it's not so, Wisconsin. My dad like graduated. You said. <laughs> but that's okay. You know, we would have laughed at you. You, you bring um, up. It's, but, it's, there's no E in the front of Wisconsin. But you bring up the gun thing and then the not insuring gun yeah, owners. Yeah. Here's what I would say if they're going to not insure gun owners, especially guys that have long guns, um, you know, which is shotguns, ARs, whatever. If they're not going to insure that in homeowners, they should actually not insure gay people, gay men, because they have a higher, no, Look. for health insurance, because they have a, about 100 times well, higher I, chance I, of I dying re- from AIDS or getting AIDS than they do of a gunshot. If we had a logical world, Brian Martin, we don't. But I mean, you know, I'm, and, and again, for some of that, go look at the Remington settlement with Sandy Hook. Have you seen that? Have you looked at that? Have no. you looked at that where they held the weapons manufacturer guilty? Liable, rather. I'm sorry for what happened when that well, kid they shot start, all those. They should start suing condom up, companies right? when they when they the well, guy so doesn't use enough lube that blows out and has what, a kid. what are they going to do to Putin? What's the world going to do to Putin? Well, see, that's the thing. We don't <laughs> and, know. and why isn't Ukraine? Why isn't the world protesting right now? Well, you, every when this thing gets settled, if Ukraine stays an independent nation, but it looks like it's gonna right. Um, they've they've done an unbelievable job thanks to a bunch. Russia's going to end up with US. some of the eastern parts. I yeah. always figured that. I think so. Russia's going to end up with some. They're going to settle, but. Ukraine's still going to be Ukraine. But it's not going to stop uh, the um, well, You know what's kind of happening it, right now? I didn't say it would be. But here's the here's the issue. You want to solve the problem? Start handing rifles out to every citizen. And with but the problems are not bill- trained. Yeah. They don't have any training. I didn't say training. We got a school. It doesn't matter. Brian, Brian, you get you give a guy you, you give a guy a rifle after all this there. shit. And 10 boxes of shells, he's going to figure out how to get it in a general direction and start shooting yeah. shit. Okay? People don't invade the United States, and we don't have this turmoil because every damn – because you know what? Uh, um, uh, state of Wisconsin's like the fourth largest military. Fourth largest in, standing in, in, army in, I mean, in the, the world. world. 500,000 Michigan's like owners. number five. Pennsylvania's like number six. If you add the three of them together, they're the number three largest fire home or, uh, yeah. uh, military yeah. in the world. Yeah, who's yeah, gonna who's gonna come mess with us? Well, the thing is, you don't really have the training though. If you don't, if you've never hunted, never been in the military, and never handled a gun, you're just gonna. You, you, I mean, it's better than nothing, but there's a good chance you're gonna get shot. Yeah, but there's strength in numbers. If everybody has one, then nobody's gonna worry. You know, what I'm saying. Well. <laughs> no, it's more risky. They just start shooting at buildings with tanks. Yeah, d- you know, the guy it, will take a pop shot and they'll shoot the shoot the side of the building with a tank. We we just we don't know where this is gonna go. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, if Putin stays in office, then there's going to be a compromise with Ukraine. 
Uh, he'll take part of it. They'll well, keep some of it, but he's not going to end. It's not going to stop him. I mean, fact, he's going to come back well, later. What's happening fact right of the now? The matter is, it screwed up my hunt in the you next. You basically have the second yeah, Cold War going on right now, and the and U.S. is be. the U.S. is shipping yeah. arm, well, armaments and they're letting I mean, it you know, fight in the U.S. I mean, they in took Ukraine. All, they, you know, McDonald's left, right? There wasn't a single person I know that likes McDonald's that asked them to leave Russia, but they did. Eight hundred and fifty. And then so they went in and confiscated closed. all the stores, and now they're running them as Russian McDonald's. I mean, are they going to get those back when this gets settled? Well, what's happening no. is China's going to be China. China's going to be uh, have a big factor in this at the end of the day, right? And that's the wild whether card. it's the currency that's or a huge other stuff. Wild card. Yep. So we well, got when off, you don't, what, you know, when you close off, yeah, bleep, you've digressed I, this I, thing. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pinning sorry. it on but, you. But, seriously, but, but when go, you back, go back and look at that Remington settlement with Sandy. Hey, I was working on it at 38. <laughs> I'm yeah. serious. But when you, you were <laughs> yawning on it at 29. <laughs> well, it's it's kind of when Brad's disenchanted, the world knows. It's a little bit like a toilet, though. If you have a flush toilet in the house and you have an outhouse outside, <laughs> you're going to use a flush toilet right up until it freezes and the electricity goes off. Then you're going to start using the the uh, you know the outside shitter, and that's what's happening in Russia. They're having to use the outside shitter, and that could be China. Who knows, right? Yeah, you, you, we'll see. Here's what's going to equalize all of it. You still got to eat. You still got to crap. Yeah, 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 I get it. Gas, oil. Who's distributing it? Who's buying it? Where is it coming from? That's where this is all going to settle on because once this war is over and figured out, it all depends on what China is going to do and what America is going to do. It all comes back to energy. It, it all comes back to energy. That's exactly right. It all comes back to fuel. And we can all have this sexy, romantic desire, this fantasy about electric cars and brainwash our kids that this shit's going to work. Um, and uh, unless we have some major breakthroughs with the way these batteries are built, the and longevity it might of them. It might happen. Well, it, 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 unless we do. And if we have that then it could change the world right now tesla um that that shit ain't well, working there, out there, well hybrid yes it didn't sound like the uh the whole ship thing that was getting floated across the ocean it sounds like a bunch that big ship that cargo ship that went over oh yeah a bunch of ev yeah. vehicles yeah. and they, they couldn't fire. get the fires out i know is well, that somebody, what happened somebody told me that who knows? Until until people get on an electric airplane and fly from city to city, this whole thing's never going to take. So the off. EV, when it hits the salt water, is it? No, I mean? just think they had. I I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I, guess. Haven't, I haven't determined I haven't watched yet. That. They haven't they haven't determined it. They've got to dive down to the bottom now and figure it out. It's at thirty thousand feet or something it's too. Way yeah. down there. A bunch of batteries and cars went down. Well, there oh, was there a, luxury cars. I mean, they yeah, were there was there was both. So it's like the Titanic with cars. Yeah. Lots of them. And what the, was some new technology or something? Some well, there were them, some of them did. Yeah, I mean yeah. they were these were like Maybach they were Ferraris, and Ferraris and Lamborghinis, and, electric, and, were, and where uh, were these coming from? BMWs. Where were they coming from? Italy, I think. Not America. No, well, no, we, don't, was we don't do luxury They were coming here. They were coming yeah. here. But I they don't were know. From and how, when did this happen? I'm a month ago. ago. Okay. Yeah. I missed that one. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I haven't been watching enough cars sinking on my YouTube to be in the normal. And that one of my yeah. sequences that come up. Oh, we got off track. Sorry. I guys. seem to get a lot of like reloading dyes and like case trimming and like uh, Ukraine that. and, yeah. you know, yeah. once, in while, the, uh, once in a while a dancing oh, video. Well, here's what we know. We're not going to Russia anytime soon. We hope they get it done yeah. first and foremost for all the residents of both countries. We want to see we want to see this get back to normal for them, so they can go chase their dreams with health, wealth, and prosperity, and uh, go achieve their desires and wants and get their needs fed and fueled. And uh, we hope they can get all their together because this is uh, all big government bullshit right now. Number two, um, we hope uh, that uh, all of you 
have enjoyed this to some degree, no matter where you stand, Dude, left, this right, is or depressing. center. This is well, if you're hunting sheep, you're left, very right seldom center. left. And and for every human being that's listening today, I want to go on record and tell you that this hit the fan and digressed today because of bleep. Okay, our moderator gets an F for today's. But he never he, drops hey, the F bomb. You know he, what? He, he, he gets, a, he gets out an there F without dropping rabbits F-bomb. like nobody's look, business. Look, man, I've got my finger <laughs> on the button, right? All right. I can edit this whole thing yeah, out, and you will exactly. never know. Well, that's not. Uh, yes, I will when I listen to it. So anyway, here's a quick reminder: be sure to subscribe to Hunt the World wherever you get your podcast. You'll find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and many other locations. If you'd like, we'd I'd love you to leave us. A review, tell us what you think, tell us what topics you'd like to hear. We want to get better. We want this to podcast to be a valuable resource to you. And we work hard at SAVE, service, access, value, and education. Go on over to rollingbones.com and check out our membership that can help you get started on your next hunting adventure of a lifetime. Our memberships are built just for you. We have we've thought of you at every single level. We want to help you with your application service, your travel and adventure services, and your product services. Don't forget um, our uh, product store. Um, we have a lot of great resources for you over there, and member specials are always a big hit. Until next time, um, stay safe, be healthy, and happy hunting.